Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today.
Everybody, you are listening to the voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Yeah, man. God is in the blessing business all day, every day. God got hundreds of millions of blessings that he passes out every day. All I want to do is be the recipient that I'm the recipient of what he has for me. That's all I want. I just want God's favor, and I go. I want God's blessings. You know, of course, I need his mercy and his grace, but I just want his blessings and his favor. I want, I want that in my life because it does things for me that I'm absolutely incapable of doing for myself. And I've been a recipient of many of those. And you can be the recipient of them, too. You already are, really. Really, you already are. If you're getting up every morning, that's a blessing. If you're getting one day closer to anything you're trying to accomplish, that's a blessing. But now, let, let, me, let, let me talk to you about this part right here, folks, because this is the part that messes people up a great deal. What happens when you get off track? What is that? What does that mean when you get off track? See, I've been off track, I can't tell you how many times. And it happens in so many aspects of your life. But but what is it that makes getting off track so debilitating to some people? You know, there are some people who once they off track, they off course, they off the dream, they on to something else. And you cannot allow the fact that you've gotten off track to stop you. Can I tell you something? Everybody gets off track. Nobody does a diet exactly, meal per meal, calorie by calorie exact. Everybody makes mistakes. But somehow, there are people who have made a success of themselves. There are people who are living their life's dreams. There are people who lose weight in spite of getting off track. See, what happens when you get off track, here's the simple thing to do. The simple thing is just to get back on track. Yeah, that's, that's, but that's easier said than done, ain't it, Steve? Yeah, because see, people, when you get off track, here's some of the things that happen. See, you get the, here come the naysayers, some of them from the outside, some of them internally. Here's what gets said when you get off track. See, I told you. I told you. You know, you, you, you start hearing that. It's not for you. Okay? This is all just because you got off track. It's not for you. Okay, here's another one. It ain't meant to be. You can hear it or you can say it. Well, I guess it's just not meant to be. These are all things that people say to themselves once they get off track. You can't do it. Well, I don't guess I can do it. Here's another one. I thought you said 
that you was going to make it. You know, I was sure hoping I could have made it. It comes external or internal, but these are just some of the things that's happening. I thought you said you was going to lose weight. Well, you know, I had tried to lose some weight. I'm just going down the list of some of the things that goes through a person's mind when they get off track. But let me ask you a question. now: Who made the rule that when you get off track, you can't get back on? Who, who made that rule? Where is that written that once you get off track, you can't get back on? See, because I'm going to tell you something, folks. There's no such rule. As a matter of fact, it's, it's quite the opposite. See, everybody in pursuit of a dream, a goal, an aspiration, or a mission is going to get off track sometimes. You're going to get derailed. There are going to be days where you're not going to get it right. There are going to be days where you feel like giving up. There's going to be days when you're just going to flat out get it wrong. That's the journey. But let me tell you something. Every successful person that I know, ever met, talked to, sat down and chopped it up with, have shared one thing in common. We all get off track. We all get it wrong along the way. I don't care who the person is. The president got it wrong along the way. Your pastor got it wrong along the way. Choir director got it wrong along the way. The principal at your school got it wrong along the way. The valedictorian of your class got it wrong along the way. The star of the team got it wrong along the way. They've all been off track. Your boss down at your job, he got it wrong along the way. Your immediate supervisor got it wrong along the way. Everybody I know that has any measure of success in every in every level that you call success, however you want to label it, has gotten off track. As a matter of fact, it's impossible. Listen to me. It is impossible not to get off track in pursuit of your dreams, goals, visions, aspirations. It is impossible. Don't you let nobody tell you that they got through life unscathed, that they made it because they was just so determined and I would let nothing turn me back. Yeah, you might not have let nothing turn you back because you're here. Oh, but you thought about it. Oh, you thought about it on days when you was off track. But see, people don't like to tell the whole story. They just want you to think as much as you can about them. So when they tell you their story, they leave out the, the, the stuff along the way. It was just hard work and determination that got me here. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It was the fact that you got off track and the grace and mercy of God allowed you to get back on. His forgiveness allowed you to get back on because you would not believe what some of the people have done. So when you get off track, don't allow the naysayers outside and the big naysayer inside because let me tell you something. The biggest naysayer of them all comes from inside. See, it don't matter what other people say out there. It takes some time for you to learn this, and I understand, because it took me some time to learn it. See, I have a lot of naysayers out there, but I ain't operating for them. I operate and function for the ones that love me, for the ones that get me, for the ones that understand what I'm really trying to do. 
And so don't you be the one that doesn't allow yourself to get back on track when you get off track. Because like I said, who made the rule up that you can't get back on track? There's no such rule out there. Stop stopping yourself from getting it right. So what you started the diet at the beginning of the year and you already off. Start another one. Start over. Try it again. Don't ever stop trying. If you stop trying, you can't make it. But if you never give up the effort, if you never give up and say it's over, it ain't over. You heard the saying, it ain't over to the fat lady saying, I never invite her. She's not invited. It ain't over to the fat lady saying, I don't know where the fat lady stay. I have not sent her an invitation to none of my events. She's not welcome here. She didn't ask me a couple of times, how come I never get invited? Because you're going to start singing. And I ain't got time for that. All right? Stop inviting the fat lady to all your events. Thank you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you are listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is official. It's here. It's today. It's going down right now. I am Steve Harvey. The following people I will announce to you are responsible for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Without them, this whole thing would not be possible because no one would motivate me to come in here every day. Therefore, without them, there is no us. And I'm serious about that. The moment Shirley Tommy Jr. leaves, my ass is gone. You're, you're done. I can't do this by myself. It'll be four hours of just damn radio. They'll be tuning in and going, man, what is he up there talking about? Today? Hey, talking did about? you hear what Steve said? He tripping. He just stopped talking for 15 minutes. We heard plates in the background. But do you ever just get tired of talking, though? Just talking, period. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. really do. Uh, this weekend was really, really enlightening for me because... Uh-huh. Uh, you know, my wife had something really, really important to do, and I couldn't be a part of it, so we couldn't go to the Derby like we had planned. Oh, yeah, yeah. We had all been, we, we've never been, we've been planning on going to the Derby. We had worked it all out, mm-hmm. and then something came up. My wife couldn't get out of a commitment she had forgotten about, so I didn't want to go by myself, you know. Right. And so uh, I went to play golf, and uh, I didn't have to talk as much. You know, a lot of cussing, you know. Ball don't go <laughs> where you different. wanted to go. That's uh-huh. different. Yeah, that's different talking, you know. Oh, God, how your ass can't hit the ball? <laughs> Man, oh, hell no. How I do that? Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> hey, man, I hit one shot. Oh, good morning, everybody. How y'all doing? Morning, morning Steve. Uh, hey. uh, morning, morning, let me tell you what I did. I'm off the tee box. Mm-hmm. I, hit, I hit the ball into a fairway bunker, which is a sand trap up the fairway. I had a good shot, too, man. I hit about 240. Yeah. It rolled off into the sand trap. Uh, I'm up against a lip, so I try to punch it out just to get it in the fairway. Mm-hmm. I hit it too hard. It rolls across the fairway into another sand <laughs> trap. All right. I come out of that sand trap. I hit it trying to make it to the green. I hit it into the sand trap on the side of the green. That 240 drive was nice for me, so I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. Now I'm on the side of the green. I get it out the trap again. I'm up on the green, but I'm 
40 feet from the stick, from the hole. Paw shot right there, bro. No, nah, that's my paw. My paw, I'm putting for paw 40 feet away. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I bogeyed. I felt really good because I bogeyed that yeah. hole. Because I've been okay. in every sand trap and just one over. That's like outstanding for me. Mm-hmm. I did really good. Here's my problem. And I know y'all not going to understand this. But on two par threes, on two par threes, I triple bogey on Sunday. Ah. I shot a 90 yesterday. You're you're playing. You're behind us. Shirley, you don't understand how hurt I was. (laughs) I shot a 90 yesterday. I ain't shot a 90 in a minute. Yeah, you've been been shooting 80s. I know, 87, 89. Lord, let's just go to break. Um, Not bad. Okay, well, listen, uh, coming up at 32 after, uh, something funny. And uh, I got to tell you about Meek Mill, what he did when a Philly fan asked him for an autograph, okay? Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time for something funny. But first, uh, you guys know Meek Mill. Of course, he's out of right. jail now. So That's Meek, the helicopter boy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Meek. So Meek, Meek. <laughs> Meek was at the 76ers and Celtics game when a Philly fan just walked up to him and asked him to sign a custom Eagles jersey that uh, read Free Meek on the back of it, okay? That's what it had on the back. Meek happily obliged, but rather than just signing his name, Meek signed it, Meek Free. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) Meek Free, exclamation mark, okay? (laughs) Must feel good to be free after all that time. And, uh, you know... It just made me think of you, Steve, because I That's know how much. That's a story, Shirley. Yeah, it is. Meek free. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Meek free. Yeah. Instead of That's Meek it, Mill, though. Meek free. Okay? Oh, I yeah. thought you you flip it over and it freak me. Uh, right. Freak me. Right. What do you say? It just sounds like freak me. Yeah. If you flip it over. But Meek freak. Yeah. Meek free. Meek free. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or freak me. Uh huh. Switch the letters. Either way it goes. Oh, go ahead. Which one you what, want? What are you? What are you saying? Anyway, it because you it remi- yeah, it reminded me of you. How you hate giving autographs and pictures and all that stuff. You know, you just don't. When you're in your 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 zone and your flow and you're walking, you hate for people to stop you and ask you for stuff. You know. So I just I'm wanted sure to when know. you get out of jail, sure. You pretty much want to sign everything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Same thing. <laughs> but it reminded me of Steve. Yeah. Meek free. So, if I get out of jail, what I really want to do is sign that paperwork at the release desk, <laughs> which I've done several times. That's a really exciting time. <laughs> oh boy, you be on your yeah. tippy toes. Oh yeah, why I know that? Uh-huh. Yeah, how? I be, I be looking at the guard, make sure it ain't no problem. Uh huh. Yeah. So, yeah. what is the craziest thing? I mean, have has anyone ever asked you? You know how some rock stars people want to sign their chest. Well, let's start with they, Tommy. What? Okay. I've signed a lot of breasts. Stop. I have signed a lot of breasts. With a sharpie. What? I had my mother. I apologize. Sure. I apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just remember you took it there. <laughs> what? You like, ain't signed one breast, huh? <laughs> nope. Oh man, you done signed a breast before. Quit all that. Nope. You mean back in the day, right? The put, no, back in the day or not. The mm. potential lawsuit is too great. Oh yeah. See, see, Tommy, you didn't think about yeah. that, did you? Yeah, did you? I've never signed anybody's When they asked me skin. to sign their breasts, what, what is I'm getting sued for? <laughs> because it's your name that caused the infection. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> the right lead poisoning. Gave me. <laughs> Dang. What? The lady gave me a pen to sign her chest. You pressed too hard. <laughs> it could be anything. Anything. I got scarring. Anything. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you have hard. to think about those things now, Tommy. Okay. 
I, I will keep this in mind. The next breast that's in front of me. I, I okay. They still ask you. I don't believe that at your mm. comedy. So don't show. sign the breast now. I don't believe Is that you what you're saying? One. No. No. So can I sign a shoulder, a back? What? Why do you have to sign skin? There's paper. What? I mean, t-shirt. Really ought to ask him how many how many autographs he think he would sign total. Oh. What would you think that would be, Tommy? What are we talking about? Tommy. Tommy. Come on, man. Tommy. No, 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 I'm just asking. How many many do you think you've signed? Tommy's a rock. Say it, Tommy. Okay. (laughs) Watch this, huh? Come on. I got to be about (gasps) 1.6 mil at least of just signing my name. I know that. What? 1.6 mil? That's more than, that's way more than you, Steve, People. have ever signed, People. I'm sure. One yeah, because I got that hey. I got that uh that, that carpet uh tunnel thing. I got all that. All that from signing. Carpal tunnel. You got car- <laughs> your carpet tunnel came from your It's not carpet. No, I was oh, <laughs> what I was gonna say thought... wasn't gonna be good. I apologize. So <laughs> what the joke I was finna do. Carpet tunnel. <laughs> what the joke I was finna do. I God, I gotta apologize. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> apologize for even thinking it. <laughs> Man. Oh, that ain't what your carpet tunnel came from. One point six million times. One point six mil, big dog. Man. Yeah. Mm. Yes, yeah. a lot, dog. Wow. Man, I'm just, I'm just. You're signing. more popular than we thought you were. If that's how many. And that's what I keep trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I mean, I didn't been all overseas signing with the troops. Y'all better ask somebody. Yeah. Wow. Starting to look at you differently. That's eight. And I and I want you to. And how many? That's One point six. <laughs> what? Now, how, now, what's your number? Oh boy, you can stop. It, it's not 1.6, Steve. Come on. I done don't sign say. more books. Oh, yeah, your books. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we ain't even got the people. Hey, man, well, let, let's leave the people out there. Okay. I done sign for- more books. Yeah, he's got you there, Tommy, because I forgot about the books. Yeah. Cool, yeah. cool. That's right. I got, I got, I got more breasts there. I, I got more. Yeah, you definitely have more breasts. <laughs> I'll give breast you that. Comes- but I time. bet you we could catch him this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That wasn't funny. Junior, that was I'm not sorry. funny. That was not. Man, that wasn't funny at all, and man. To Come think, on. This started with a Meek Mill oh, yeah, story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, yeah. happy belated birthday, by the way, to Meek. Uh, he turned 31 on Sunday. He celebrated in Miami. He right now is living his best life. He really is. Well, I'll tell you what, yeah. Well, we got to start making some money. <laughs> Get back all in the, the studio. All, yeah, all this party. All these appearances. Hey, dog, let play something. Ain't none of this oh, transferring in the can. <laughs> we need He's li- living his best life. He free. School and We got to get to making some paper, mm-hmm. partner. Get back in the studio. Oh, you got to do something. Yeah. We need a concert. You need a record deal. You need something. Well, a concert would be great. That, yeah. That's a good idea. A concert would be Let's great. Start, and he's on okay. a mission to help, you know, the people that he left behind bars for better yeah, that's conditions great too. and things like that. Yeah. And, and I, I admire that. Mm-hmm. But you got to get back in that studio, huh? <laughs> he in there. Yeah, he's in there. I'm sure he's in the studio. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing both. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, coming up next, guys, uh, nephew Tommy, yet again, mm-hmm. going to run mm-hmm. that prank back. Run yes, it back. You ready, nephew? Uh, why, why wouldn't I be? Which one is Unless it? Unless I'm up here signing some breasts. I'm ready. <laughs> what y'all got? <laughs> we'll do it. Run that prank back with the nephew right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk about new music. Oh, this new music video by Childish Gambino. You guys, this video is trending in a major way. We're going to talk about that uh, a little later on. But right now, it is time for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got, Neff? No hair weaves. I like to say it like that. It sounds like I got maybe Mm -hmm. got my W together. Yeah. No hair weaves. (sighs) Okay. All right. No how weaves. Run it, cat. Hello. Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach Risa, please. Risa. This is she. Hi, Risa. My name is Byron. Byron from the job. How are you? I'm okay. How are you, Byron? I'm good. Listen, I hate to call you uh, after hours at your home, but there has been some uh, new issues that will be going into effect as of tomorrow morning. And we're calling everyone, letting them know the new changes that have been um, issued that will take effect first thing tomorrow morning. So we're giving everyone a call, so don't be alarmed. It's just uh, giving you a call, letting you know what the uh, what the higher-ups have changed, okay? Okay, that's no problem. i got a few minutes to listen. Okay. As of tomorrow, what's going to happen is when you guys come in, you'll be issued a new key card, and that particular card will actually uh, register when you come in and go out, okay? Okay. All right. Second one is there will no longer be any personal Internet at the job any longer. You won't be able – they're actually putting a block on all computers. All the computers will no longer be able to go to a lot of these sites that you guys go to that you've been, uh, that's been available here in the past. Okay? Okay. All right. The last one is, uh, Risa, do you, um, do you wear a hair weave? What? Do you wear a hair weave or a wig? Yes. Okay. Well, here's one thing, and hopefully you can get this changed by tomorrow. There's no weaves or hair or or wigs going to be allowed uh, at the job site from this point on. So as of tomorrow morning, everyone must be wearing their natural hair. You're joking. Uh, No. These are the uh, issues that are going to be, that are instated, and these are going to take effect as of tomorrow morning, 7 o'clock. What does hair weave have to do with any of these changes? The first two I can understand, punching in. And being on the internet, yes, that's something that that corporate. But hair weave and wigs, uh, you're getting into uh, changing per- people's the appearance. And- are, are, they're looking down upon it. Uh, wigs and hair weaves, they have to go. So I'm assuming that if you, like you said, you do have one, I suggest do. Uh, it come out that very you start easily. taking it down now and prepare your hair to be natural as you come into work tomorrow. I'm not taking my hair down. I've been here seven years, and I've dealt with all the changes that y'all have made, but there's no way that I'm taking my hair weave down. I'm sorry. What's your name, Byron? Uh, Yes, my name is Byron. And, um, I'm sorry. Let's get back to your weave. This has You're going to have to do something. Is there someone that you can call tonight to help you get your hair down and so you can look presentable with your natural hair tomorrow? No, my weave costs over two, $300, and I'm not about to take that down. I mean... It takes a long time to take that down. Okay. Uh, I mean, is this something maybe you can take it down and just wear it on the weekends? Because as of now, you're not going to be allowed to actually wear it uh, on the property. And how will you know if someone has a weave or not? Are you going to do head checks or something? This uh, some okay. I'm, ma'am, I'm not quite sure what they're going to do to check it. But by you telling me that you you have a weave, then I have to write it down that you have confirm that you do and we got to make sure that tomorrow morning you're not wearing one but you don't know what my natural hair looks like from my weave are you heard how much i pay for it so it's a 
good weave. Ma'am, it's not about how good, you know, with the quality of your weave or anything. They don't want it. They want natural hair. I don't know what that means, but they're going natural. They're going green. They're going natural. I don't know what it is. They're going natural, and so are you. Tomorrow morning, you need to come in with your hair completely down, okay? I won't do it. I'm not taking my weave down. Okay. Then, so what then, is that? Y'all going to write me up or something? Okay, ma'am, do you not want your job? Yeah, I want my job, but this don't make no sense. You're talking about personal appearance. I can understand y'all have a dress code and enforcing a dress code. That's one thing. But, t- but telling somebody to change their hair, you lost your mind, man. You're crazy. Ma'am, I'm not good. I have other people that I have to call. Bottom line is, get your hair down and get your butt into work tomorrow, and let's not go back and forth anymore, okay? Well, listen, Byron, you're a lost mind if you're thinking I'm taking my weave out. I'm not taking out at all. Risa is coming up in there with her hair, and I'm going to sit down at my desk and do my job. Y'all going to have to drag me out that time some weave. You done lost your mind. You and your powers that be or whoever they may be. You tell them that I said that. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, listen, are you telling me that you're coming in regardless with your hair on? You right? That's what I just said. Okay. You calling okay. me at home are you, with are this you, Then, then we need to, why don't you go ahead and bring some boxes in because you may as I'm well not pack bringing your I'm not You bring the Ma'am, I don't want to have to pack you, get your stuff and box it up and you're losing your job because you can't take what? your you know what? You can do that because I'm going to call the, the news station and tell them you're dragging me out of the behind some weeds. Who wrong? You wrong. You wrong. You stupid behind some weeds. Are you, gonna, you need to watch your language, young lady. Why I need to watch my language? I'm at home. You call me on my own home phone on my time. I'm at my house. I'm not on your clock. I say what I want to say on my phone. Okay. Can I say what I want on my phone and then I'll let you go and you can come in to, to work any way you want to tomorrow. What is it, Byron? What else you got to say? I want to tell I'm you fed this. Up. I want to tell you that your girlfriend Jennifer at your job got me to prank phone call you. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What the <laughs> you just said? <laughs> I know you. This is, <laughs> hey, Reese, this is this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, Jennifer. Your co-worker got me to pray phone call. You got my blood pressure up. I'm going to kill that <laughs> tomorrow, and I'm going to pull a whole weave out. You you want to come down there and watch me drag her out of the job? I'm mad. She won't for this I know I got high blood pressure. You can't be doing that to me behind my weave. I pay too much money. I, that's my money I could be spending on my kids. Oh, ain't nothing like a black woman in her hair. Oh, man. Okay, baby. I got one more thing to ask you, girl. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Well, after this prank, <laughs> it has to be the Steve Harvey Morning Show. God. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Weaves. She was going to whoop your Weaves. behind. She was going to whoop your behind. I do know that. Yeah. 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 Y'all always uh-huh. Y'all always say no, she was serious yeah. about her weave, though. Listen to this. Y'all ready? Yes. You Tommy? That's all it's going to be, man. <laughs> Two words. <laughs> you Tommy. You Tommy. <laughs> that would be me. That would be me. Man. And let the butt whooping begin. Oh, man, it's oh. going to happen on a Wednesday. <laughs> so, but right after them two words. So the best have, thing I need for you to do, Tommy, is look puzzled. <laughs> That's going to make it be That'll give you a minute. 
But he's not because he's he, uh-uh, he's not going to. Yeah. So that's hey, why I need to be in the Tommy. I need to be in the mirror working on Tommy. looking public. All right, man, let's huh. work on it. You ready? Here we go. You Tommy? Yeah, uh, um, uh, 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 you Tommy? Uh, that depends on. Pop! <laughs> it depends. That's Stay woke, know. Tommy. Coming up at the top of the hour, <laughs> we're going to talk about Childish Gambino, a.k.a. Donald Glover. He's causing quite a stir on social media. Right after this. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, actor Donald Glover, who's also now known as uh, Childish Gambino, the rapper, hosted and performed on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. He was great. Uh, he was in so many skits. It was unbelievable. And he performed. Well, um, also over the weekend, uh, he released his new single. It's called This Is America. And after the show, um, the music video, This Is America, was released, and it has gone viral, guys. Uh, the song gives social commentary on guns, culture, racism, and police brutality. The video features a shirtless Danny Gl- uh, Donald Glover, and uh, he's dancing with children in a warehouse one moment, then he guns down a gospel choir in the next clip. Uh, this video, a clip of it anyway, is on our Steve Harvey FM Instagram page. If you haven't seen it, you need to go check this out. It is really, really good. I, I think this is art, and I think it is... Um, it, it, oh man! Yeah, it I mean, it's it just really yeah. It, it it, it's just you know. I think what he's trying to say, Steve, you've seen it, right? Yeah. It it took me a minute. I didn't get it the first time because I was I was sitting on the golf course watching it, uh-huh. and I didn't I didn't get it at first. Yeah, but you get it now. Oh, really, really, really rich. But yeah. He did. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, he's he's making an incredible statement. You know, while we dancing and partying our life away, mm-hmm. that's what's my takeaway yeah. from it. All these tragic things are happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, in our churches, police brutality, brother, everybody, you know, all of it. We just nay naying and whipping. Yeah. yeah. Becoming you know, desensitized to, to it all, you know, that's going on around us. I mean, creator. it's, it's great saying. social commentary. It's very artistic. A lot of people are saying this is what Kanye should be doing. You know, this is what he should be doing with his art. Well, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. A lot of people are saying that. No, 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 no. no. See, you can't dump this on Kanye now. Mm-hmm. It's not a dump. It's just what they're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if be- that's the case, Jay-Z he- should be doing it. Everybody should be doing well, it. We should be doing it. That's unfair because if that's not your psyche, if that's not where you're set, and if that's not given to you, I mean, what, what, yeah, that ain't nothing you just set out and go do. But based on what Kanye is doing of late, you know, with him getting into politics or him getting Kanye's into... Kanye's not into politics. Y'all, y'all well, stop this here. Kanye not running for president. Kanye not going to be president of the United States. Are we, are we serious here? Well... <laughs> I mean, he's commenting on he he's commenting on politics. He has an opinion on politics. N- yeah, he did say somebody or or somebody said he should run for uh, president, but not not like that. But just his social commentary, his commentary on what's going on in the world, his political views is what they're he saying. He said he was going to run, and he, he did. He yeah. doesn't have the money to run. 
Well, I mean, a lot of people don't, but they get sponsors and donors and contributors Spon- to their campaigns. Name me one sponsor for Kanye. <laughs> Who you think? Adidas finna do this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. President Trump. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. Kanye is in that house, and everybody in that house, for some reason, loses their damn mind. Lamar lost his damn mind in that house. Kanye is losing his. Listen at you. The daddy lost his. his what? You don't do anybody. Hey, you ain't even in the house. <laughs> so what's your excuse? excuse? <laughs> You ain't nowhere over. A lot of people say <laughs> that, I too. I crazy when I see crazy. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, bottom line, go check out the video. It's from Childish Gambino. It's called This Is America. You can check it out on Steve Harvey FM, okay? And make, your, make, make up your own mind on what you think it's about, okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, so you have yet another clip from Family Feud that everyone is talking about. It's on TMZ because, well, it, it's funny. It's a little disturbing at the same time. On this particular episode of Family Feud, you asked the question. What might a man do if his ex-wife was telling everyone that he has a teeny weeny? Max, kill her. Max gonna shut this down. <laughs> now, this little statement about me goes no further today. <laughs> You're dead. Kill her. <laughs> oh. Wow, no, classic. <laughs> What would you I do like it. If your ex-wife was telling everyone, everyone, <laughs> it is a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, though. yeah, it makes you a little slightly uncomfortable. It's funny. I'm glad it wasn't up there. But kill her though. Kill. <laughs> okay. Well, okay, that's clear. Wow. <laughs> but but the young dude, the one the one that answered said killer. Uh-huh. He was he was 16. Yeah, he was the young dude. Uh, he young was millennial. 16. Let's Ooh. end this right here. He yeah. knows at that age, this can't get out. Yeah. <laughs> at 16, this could ruin me. Cut it down. Killer. <laughs> what? He said something like that. This ain't going nowhere, partner. I got what? I got team with That was a crazy question, too, though. <laughs> yeah, uh, Family Feud does that. Yeah. yeah, that was crazy. And people be talking to me, uh, what y'all got to do with these, Steve? How you be coming up with them? Answers. I, how you come up with them? I don't come up with nothing. I just well, I read the question for the first time while out there. Yeah. I don't know any of the questions beforehand, and I sure don't know what the answers are. Oh no, I don't know how you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but but as a host, you kind of play the game too. Cause when people say stuff, you're like, it ain't up there. You're right. <laughs> he doesn't even. He didn't even turn around for a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it ain't even up there, dog. Uh-uh. Yeah, <laughs> killer. <laughs> what? She has to die. This this thing about me goes nowhere. Nah, lady, you never. I'm sick. Plus, the little dude was 16. I can't let this out. Yeah. As his parent, when he got home. It ain't even. I know it's small. I'm only 16. Still developing Uh, here. But I was like your reaction to the question, Steve. I'll let you have it. Yeah. yeah. My face is saying what everybody at the house is it's thinking. thinking, yes. Yeah, everybody at the house is saying like, the same thing. what? That's what I've done that no other game show host does. Uh-huh. You know, if you never said a word <laughs> because of your face, if you never said a word, we would know what you meant. <laughs> For real. Oh, yeah. 
coming hey, up. Hold on, on, hold on before we go. Okay. You Tommy? Yeah, what's up? <laughs> coming up in about yeah. 10 minutes at 34 after the hour, we'll talk about First Lady Melania Trump's platform that was announced yesterday. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Boy, have we lost some sleep over this. I'm so happy that it's finally here. Melania Trump announced her eagerly awaited formal platform yesterday. 16 or, what, 17 months into her tenure as First Lady. Uh, That's almost a year and a half later. First Lady Michelle, of course, unveiled her Let's Move uh, platform in February of 2010, just 11 months into her uh, tenure as uh, uh, First Lady. And Laura Bush debuted Ready to Read, Ready to Learn during her first year as First well, Lady. Well, you can't get mad at Melania. Melania was trying to figure out if she was still going to be First Lady. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hers was a little bit slower. You can't get mad at yeah. this woman. <laughs> yeah, I, I think she really does move independently of the president a lot of times, though. She you does. Think? Yeah, she does her own move thing. Even, she won't even hold his hand. Yeah, when they're together. Yeah, he when she independently that hand of the presidency. Yeah, he does his own thing, too. You're right, Steve. <laughs> You're right. Uh, Melania is focusing her efforts on the well-being of children. Let's take a listen on what she plans to do. Good afternoon. Welcome to the White House. As a mother and as First Lady, it concerns me that in today's fast-paced and ever-connected world, children can be less prepared to express or manage their emotions and oftentimes turn to forms of destructive or addictive behaviors such as bullying, drug addiction, or even suicide. I feel strongly that as adults, we can and should be best at educating our children about the importance of a healthy and balanced life. So today, I'm very excited to announce Be Best, an awareness campaign dedicated to the most valuable and fragile among us, our children. But it's a good thing for her to focus on children. Um, I'm sure she cares deeply for children as hey, we look, all do. Hey, look, I think, look, to me, Melania's doing just fine. For her husband to be who he is and running the race that he ran and doing what he's doing in the presidency, I ain't got no problem with the woman. Hang in there, Melania. Mm-hmm. You know, she can dress. Just give her that. Yeah, as a former model, for oh, sure. She, she, she looks all, always impeccable. She does. Oh, she'd be Give killing the game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you know, and and then, but I'm not never been a proponent of dogging out the first ladies. No, or I the was going to say that. You're right. No, yeah. you know, and, I've just never been yeah. a fan of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think that should happen. I think we got a, a big problem with the presidency. I think the rise of uh, nationalists and white supremacists and stuff they 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 coming out of the sand now because I think they think they have a spokesperson. The, the sad thing about it is he doesn't realize it, but he's been, but he caters to that, to that, to that base of people, mm-hmm. and which is like scary, man, because yeah. he just caters to it. I mean, for the first, you can't be the president for all people. Why not? What's wrong with that? <laughs> well, just for he doesn't yeah. know all the people. Well, neither. Yeah, neither did. Presidents before him, previous presidents, but they tried to be pre- the president for all. Wait a people. minute, Jimmy Carter knew all people. Mm-hmm. Obama knew all people. Clinton, Clinton knew all people. Bush, Bush did a better job of knowing all people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kennedy, this oh, yeah. this man here doesn't know all people. 
his associating his association with immigrants is basically at his house with his wife and and mm-hmm. and in his golf courses mm-hmm. that he doesn't understand the viable contribution that a lot of illegal immigrants have made to this country and he's trying to act like he doesn't understand their value to the workforce but they are very very real and valid you also don't have a heart for uh, daco because you don't get it yeah the dreamers yeah. you mm-hmm. yeah. you keep wanting to hold the law up that you broke the law by entering illegally your parents did well they were born here yeah but man, if you've been here 20, 30 years, why are we sending these people back and they've done nothing except work hard and pay taxes? Yeah. Well, they don't even know what home is. This is it's their the, home. This is the only home right. they know. See, that that right there is not, not the way it goes, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he doesn't get it. All right. Um, and we don't know that he ever will, but uh, we're moving no. on. Yeah. No, he's not going to. Yeah, we're moving on. Uh, Nephew Tommy has a prank phone call. That's up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we will have today's Strawberry Letter, the subject, a stinky situation. Uh, But right now, it is time for the Nephew and the prank phone call. What you got, Neff? C-P-S. C-P-S. That's right. That's right. Let's go. Man. Well, they've been to mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that right something it, you want to announce? No, I don't care. They've been to my house <laughs> twice. I'm not really sick. Hello? Hello. Uh, I'm trying to speak to the man of the house, please. It's me. Uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Jason. You got him. All right. How you doing, sir? All right. Who's this? My name is Mark. Mark. Giving you a call, actually, from uh, Child Protective Services. Uh, how's your day going today so far? Oh, I'm good. But you, you sure you call in the right place? Yeah, definitely. You, 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 you're, you're Mr. Jason, correct? Correct. All right. Now, your, your, your girlfriend or your wife, I'm not sure if you guys are married or not, is Miss Stephanie, I presume? Right. But uh, that's it, it's my girl, but saying um, her last name. But um, um, now, you said you call them from where again? Uh, Child Protective Services, sir. And uh, really, what's going on here, uh, uh, Jason, is that you um, you guys have five children. Am I correct? Okay. Okay. Now, what we're having is we're getting a, we've been getting, sir, a few reports that these kids aren't being taken care of properly. Nah, um, nah, 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 nah. Reports from where? I, 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 you know, we we take care of these kids. That ain't. And shouldn't nobody be feeding y'all no garbage like that, that we ain't taking care of no kids? No. Nah, we got five kids. It's hard out here, but we take care of them kids. I don't, I don't even know. Sir, we're getting, sir uh, we're getting reports that uh, you guys are not feeding them properly, that some nights and some days these kids actually go without eating. Uh, nah. That they don't nah. have proper uh, clothing attire. Or- nah, that ain't true. All them kids, all, every last one of the kids, they wear designer they, uh, you know, uh, fashionable. It's, nah, ain't nobody not taking care of the kids. I don't even know where you're getting that from. Are you guys actually, are you combing their hair and brushing their teeth in the morning? Or, uh, Come on, man. Like, like you, you got to be, you, you, you got to be playing. Uh, no, no, I'm not, actually. And, uh, that leads me to something else. Uh, 
I've actually had a visit with the, uh, at the school today, and I visit with uh, a couple of the children. Now, the younger son, uh, I met with him today, and we talked, and, and I asked him a few questions. Uh, I, I, said, I, I told him, I said, I have a few more questions I want you to answer. And to be honest with you, Mr. Jason, he, he, he stood up and looked me in the eye and said, that and I, and I just, I was blown away by it. And I said, wait a minute, excuse me, what did you say? You heard what I said. I said, that Yeah, but, but. Now, now, I'm, from my understanding, I asked him, I said, where did you hear that kind of language being said? Where did you hear that from? And he said he heard it from his father at home. That's Like, I don't talk like that around my kids. That's, that's a bunch of Like, that ain't. You're, 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 here you are saying it now. You're cursing now. I'm cussing to you, but I don't cuss to my kids like that. I don't talk to my kids like that, man. Sir, if you're talking like this in front of me, then nine times out of ten, you're doing it in front of the kids as well. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen, I'm a grown man. You can't, you calling me, telling me about my kids, and you going to tell me how I can't talk to you? I don't talk around my kids like that. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, look, sir, let me, let, me, let me bring this to a nutshell for you. We're, what we're doing today is we are coming by there, and we're going to bring, we're, we're, we're gonna have to bring all five kids in. Uh, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, listen. You coming to, to get who? Five kids? You're not coming. Listen to this. Now, I'm going to keep it real with you. Now, I've been trying to hold my composure since you got on the phone. First of all, I don't appreciate you calling me like this with no like this. Now, the first three, those ain't mine. Hey, Dad, live up the street. You might go find him in the pool hall somewhere. You're not coming to get them last two. Sir, I'm coming to get all five children, sir. Yeah, listen to this. Sir, you will not be coming to get those last two. I can guarantee you, you won't be coming to get those last two. I, sir, I have to. I have to bring all five children in. That's just. That, that, those are. That's my assignment. That's what has to be done. Okay. Well, 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 check this out. Assignment, my. If you step foot up here, look, I'm not going to even keep playing myself. Man, I do what I'm supposed to do by all those kids. You not taking those last two out of here. I'm That's taking the- all five children. Are you hearing me? Hey, check this out. Are you listening to me? Yo, man, who the f- you talking to? I'm like, yo, who you keep raising your voice at? Like, I'm a grown f- man. You better slow it up. I don't give a f- who you are. You better not be calling me with that, f- sir. I'm bringing a van in there at 4 o'clock, and we're hauling these kids into protective services. Do you understand yeah, that? Tell you what. Let me, hold on. Let me tell you something. See, that's where you're up at. Now you won't tell me what time you coming down here. That's some real gangster Bring your ass down here at 4 o'clock. I swear to God, I will be waiting on your ass. Sir, I don't want any problems. I'm letting you Listen, know that no problems, my ass. 4 o'clock. Show up at 4 o'clock. Uh-huh. Just... Four o'clock. There ain't nothing else to talk about. That's sure there is. There is. I want you to have all the kids' things packed in a bag. Hey, listen. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Okay? Don't talk about this no more. Be about it. Four o'clock. You're going to have a light skin all over your Four o'clock. So I got, I got one more thing I need to say to you before I, before listen, I get there today, okay? O'clock. I don't want to hear that Four o'clock. So I got one more thing I want to say to you. Four o'clock. Go ahead, say it, man. Four o'clock. That's what I got to say to you. But I got one more thing to say to you. Can I say it? Say it. Say it. This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked, baby. You just got pranked by your sister. Who? (laughs) Jason. 
This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, listen. <laughs> hey, listen, I'm going to tell you something. Hey, man, your sister Regina yeah. put me up to this, man. And look, Regina need a <laughs> whip. That's what, what needs to happen. Man, y'all playing games with me. Got these kids over here struggling and <laughs> like, excuse me. I mean, uh-uh. you better be glad you said you you, you was uh, nephew Tommy because somebody pulled up here at 4 o'clock. They was getting a mud hole stomped in the top of their damn hood. For real. I wasn't playing that shit. <laughs> you know, damn. That, that, you, you scared the hell out of me. That's just point blank, man. <laughs> hey, man, I got to ask you, man. What is the baddest radio show in the land? Oh, man, Steve Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> there it is, CPS, Child Protective Service. Sometimes you got to put a little threat on some people, let them know, hey, if you ain't treating these kids right, it's what we do. We come over, we pick them up. We pick them up, put them in the car, take them away from you if you don't know what you're doing. Well, you can come well, over here, not... but you're not taking these kids. No. Well, you said they came to your house twice, though, Steve. What was yeah. that about? I he mean, because, you kids, know, <laughs> somebody I know in my life had filed a complaint uh-huh. that I beat the kids. Oh, okay, yeah. in your previous life. I got you. Man, came mm-hmm. on over. Well, yeah. Why? Because you, you I told t- his ass not do something, and he did <laughs> No. Did you use a belt? Yeah. Gucci belt or Stefano Ricci belt? What kind of belt you whip these kids with? It don't, huh? no, it don't matter, dog. If you're in my house and I tell you to do something, and, and first first I give you the warning. Yeah. The second time I tell you and you do it, you get a punishment. Mm-hmm. Now, the third time, I'm assuming you don't believe fat meat grease. Mm. That's, that's mm. exactly right. It's no way. Uh-huh. Yes, I always wanted a, a, a whooping. I went to jail. <laughs> I never wanted no whooping. That's that old. I didn't want it, but I'd rather have that than a punishment. No, yeah. I, I I wanted to die. <laughs> All right, uh, thanks. Well, you gonna make me kill you? Could you please help me? <laughs> yeah. They take me Strawberry jail. letter is up next. The subject: a stinky situation. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, today's Strawberry Letter is sponsored by 1-800-Flowers. 1-800-Flowers.com wants to send you to France. Yes, they do. 1-800-Flowers wants you to honor your mom this Mother's Day by sharing how she wows you with everything she does. We want to hear your hashtag, Moms Who Wow Story, for a chance to win a trip to Provence, France. Visit 1-800-Flowers.com slash win to enter and get the rules, Okay. Uh, And now it's time for the letter. Uh, Listen, if you need some relationship advice, if you need some parenting advice, if you need help with your sex life, we're here for you. Uh, You can email us your letter and let let the code cracker and me help you out. Submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click strawberry letter, all right? I'll tell you the one time that mama wowed me. What? When did your mom wow you, Steve? I want to hear it. I I got into that... uh, Tussie on the back of the commode. Oh, Tussie. <laughs> well, I thought you it was always tussie. say it wrong. I know. <laughs> I, I didn't know no other word. Uh, <laughs> Every other word I know, you just put a T on it. I thought it was Tussie the whole time. Yeah. That was part of the ass because I was doing a commercial on TV. Yeah. I want some Buckle tussie. Up. I want some oh, tussie. Put some tussie right here. 
some tussy right there. Wow, I want Steve. some tussy on me. Summer everywhere. <laughs> I want some tussy. <laughs> Boy, she came in that bathroom behind me and couldn't hear good and thought uh-huh. I was saying something else. Wow. <laughs> you want some what? Yeah. <laughs> I want some tussy. I want some tussy. <laughs> Oh some tussy right here, some tussy right there. I want some tussy on me, summer everywhere. And I was doing that TV commercial in that mirror, just putting tussy wow. on me. Yeah. <laughs> That's she crazy. She reached up on the back of that door, mm. got that hot water bottle down with that cord on it. Yeah. And boy, let me tell you, <sighs> I shot the first scene from Glory. <laughs> <laughs> Before Glory came out. I was Denzel tied on that wagon with whoosh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to the letter. You're crazy, Steve. Here we go. Strawberry letter. All right. Uh, Subject, a stinky situation. Dear Stephen Shirley, I met a very nice man three months ago, and we hit it off pretty quick. Uh, He has been taking me on a lot of nice dates, and we have really good time together. I thought I had finally met the man of my dreams until two weeks ago. We ended up back at his house after a great dinner date. We both were ready to be intimate, and we knew it was about to go down. So we started taking off our clothes. He took his shirt off first. Then his pants. And Stephen Shirley, a funk I had never smelled before, hit my face, hit me in the face. I realized that the smell was indeed coming from him, so I told him that I no longer, that I was no longer in the mood and I needed more time to be sure I was ready for intimacy. As I left his house, I thought that maybe. He had a long, busy day at work and didn't have time to freshen up before that date. But he's not a small guy, so he should have known better. I didn't say anything to him about it. A week later, I decided to give it another try to see what happens. This time, as things got heated, that same body odor hit me in the face again. (laughs) Now Now I can't make any more excuses for him. He is a grown man. When he's fully dressed, he looks clean and he smells like a nice cologne. But when he starts taking his clothes off, it's unbelievable. (laughs) I don't know how he can walk around like that. Am I wrong for not being honest with him and helping him work past the smelly issue? Besides the funk, he is a great and loving guy. What should I do? Oh, this is horrible. I mean, this really is bad. This is, get under. This is on, really, really under. bad. This is. This is I mean, this is like a deal breaker right here. This is a deal breaker. Uh, and I don't know how he doesn't know it because we smell ourselves first, don't we? Before anyone else does. I mean, is this is this some sort of... Uh, he's got to smell this. That's all I can say. If you like him, if you want to have a future with him, you have to tell him. You should tell him. You have got to tell him. Uh, I don't I don't know if I would stick around for this. I don't know how great he is. I, I just don't think I would. Um, but it, it could be that he just doesn't know, although I don't know how he doesn't know. Maybe he does. He has a bad sense of smell. I don't know. But this problem has to be addressed, and you have to tell him. That's all I can tell you. You have to sit him down and tell him. And if it's a medical issue, if he's sick or something, you got to go to the doctor. 
and and get it checked out. This is bad. This is a deal breaker. Breaker, Uh, Steve. Uh, Well, first of all, let's get this clear. This ain't medical. (laughs) See, let's go through this. Let me tell you what happened here. Finally met the man of my dreams ago. We ended up back at his house after some dating. We both were ready to be intimate. We knew it was about to go down. Keyword, about to go down. So we started taking our clothes off. He took off his shirt first. He know to do this first, because this the break-in move. Okay. All right, took off his shirt first, then his <laughs> pants. Wait a minute. <laughs> Go back. What? Well, see, so you got to ease move. a person into it. You can't just snatch. <laughs> he know. He know. Let me take this shirt off first. Ready? Now the pants. Steve and Shirley, mm-hmm. a funk that I had never smelled before, <gasps> hit me in the face. I it engulfed can't. the room is what she's trying to say. I can't. She had, it had been contained in the pants. Pants got a belt on it, drawers wrapped around it, pants, legs. It been oozing out the bottom the whole night. Yeah. All around his ankles got funk on it. Because that's the only outlet when you got pants, you're walking. So, and you, when you're walking, you're spreading. And there's people behind y'all going, what, what is that? But you don't know it. But when he pulled them pants down, I only got a minute, so I'm going to have to tell you when I come back. Yeah. I'm going to let you know what happened. Wow. When the pants came down, uh-huh. why it happened. And why it continues to happen. Uh, and uh, how you can fix it. Okay. All right. Uh, we're gonna After ha- this, yeah. when the pants came down. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> well, that part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve. Let's go. When you left off in part one, you... You covered the top area. Now now part two is the bottom area. So let's get to it. The strawberry letter for today. A stinky situation. Let's recap, Steve. This woman that met the man in her dream. <laughs> They've been going out. He's lovely. Wonderful. One day they went out weeks later. Great dinner date. We both ready to be intimate. <laughs> we knew it was about to go down. So we started taking our clothes off. Mm. He took his shirt off first, then his pants. And as the lady wrote, Stephen Shirley, a funk that I had never smelled before <laughs> hit me in the face. That's because it had been released. <laughs> it's been locked up. A belt got it in. Drawers got it in. Pants legs hold it in. Uh-huh. Once you pull them pants down. Yeah. Uh-huh. We wrote a song about it, the hot tops. When the funk hits the fan. Yeah. Yeah. All the people start to jam. Come on, get with me. <laughs> so now you with him now. Whoa. I realized that the smell was indeed coming from him. I told him I wasn't in the mood and make sure it's ready. And here she said, but he is not a small guy, so he should have known better. What what that got to do? 
Don't worry about that. A week later, I decided to give it another try to see what happened. This time, things got heated. Same body odor hit me in the face. Now, I can't make any excuses for him. He's a grown man. He's fully dressed. He looks clean. He smells like nice cologne. But when he started taking his clothes off, it's unbelievable. I don't know how he can walk around like that. Am I wrong for not being honest with him? Help him work past this smelly issue. He's not wrong. He then got used to it. He can't smell what you smell. It's that you ever been over people's houses and they got a smell to it? Yeah. Yes, sir. And you be going, man, how y'all sitting up in here? Mm-hmm. See, they they live in there. Mm-hmm. See, he live with the phone. Now, let me tell you why he stinks. Because inside them pants is crevices and cracks. Keyword, cracks. You have to be so graphic. No, what you want? It's the unleashing. It's like you seen that movie, Pirates of the Caribbean, when they're cracking. The cracking, yeah. The cracking, that's what he got. The cracking lives in his pants. I hate you right now. And the cracking comes up out the water. Keyword, crack and crevices. The cracking comes up and devours everything in his pants. It's too much. The cracking. He take his pants down. (laughs) It's everywhere. It's all in the room. Flowers start dying. Papers start burning on the edges. Your eyes is watering up. He's standing there, a large man. This man needs a bath, first of all. He is not cleaning himself properly. He taking bird baths. He needs to get, he tapping up on top. He got to get in some water. It's painful. He need pine saw. I'm going to just be real with you. He need four caps of pine saw in his bath water. Really? Yeah, pine saw. The stuff you clean the toilet with? Well, don't he smell like that? <laughs> said about this. See, he need to run some bath water and put that little man in the boat from Tidy Bowl. <laughs> he need to drop Tidy Bowl fizz and tablets in that damn water with him. Stupid. <laughs> Oh. He got to get something bubbling in there. <laughs> See, I can't tell you what I really want to tell you because I had to rethink my answer because there's a lot of words in there that a lot of people ain't going to understand. Okay. But let's just say cracks and crevices. Okay. We know what it is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I got you. We got it. We know. Let me is. tell you what. Let, let me tell you what the real problem is. That center split, mm-hmm. that okay. thing right there, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's got some something going on. <laughs> Whoa. It's got something going on there. He's not cleaning himself properly. <laughs> he using the bathroom and he wiping himself like he twelve. He gone. See, when you grown, you got to look. You got to do a little bit different. Yeah. You got to put a washcloth next to your toilet. Yeah. With soap. You need a bidet. <laughs> he needs to install a bidet. Today. Day. That's what a bidet today. He, today. he needs a bidet today. He need to tear that damn shower out. Move it over a little bit. He need to put a bidet on there. That shoots only fine. Oh, Toto has a toilet seat that you can buy, y'all. Uh huh. It's an automated toilet seat that you you don't have to buy. Those. See, I had a toilet that do the washing, drying, all that, See? spray, yeah. all that. Wow. Every single time you go in there, 
and it keeps me keeps me baby fresh. Mm-hmm. Now, if you don't have that money, they make a toilet seat that sits on top of your toilet. You take your toilet seat off and you install it, mm-hmm. and it'll shoot your hot water. It'll dry it for you. It'll put pressure washing on it. He got to get pressure washing. <laughs> <laughs> Now, if he don't, if you don't have the money for that, Home Depot sells pressure washers. Yeah. That's gonna hurt. Oh. Even on his lowest settings, is not made for the human body. Yeah. But he need to just grit his teeth and bear with it. He got pressure wash. Pressure wash. Yeah. See, and under his <laughs> privates, his privates is he needs. Uh, I, now, now he's not going to do this here because it looked real scary. Mm-hmm. What's that? He need, he need to pack Arco cornstarch on him. Oh, no. I had a rash one time, and I put Arco cornstarch okay. on me uh-huh. and uh, forgot that I had it on. I was with this girl. I was in college and pulled my draw. <laughs> Boy, she saw them white pellets on me. That girl started crying. Wait, I didn't know much. what she was crying about. <laughs> I was thinking myself, feeling pretty proud. Hey, don't be afraid of it. It ain't gonna, it ain't gonna bite you. I looked down, saw them white balls of wet arco cornstarch on me. This is crazy. Oh, we gotta you stupid, go, Steve. You stupid. We gotta, you ain't got no damn. We gotta go. Yeah. But I'm with you on the pressure wash, though. <laughs> All right. Uh, coming up in uh, ten minutes, we're gonna recap some trending stories and update you on Chloe and Tristan. Sounds like they're back together. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, we're going to talk sports with the fellas as usual. The big Cavaliers-Raptors matchup was last night. And speaking of uh, basketball, it looks like Khloe Kardashian has gone public in her support for her baby daddy, Tristan Thompson. Uh, she cheered him on Saturday night at the uh, Cleveland-Toronto game at Quicken Loans Arena in Cleveland. Uh, Chloe is the most... Um, uh, certainly showing that she and uh, Tristan are back together, despite the cheating scandal right before she gave birth to their daughter. So, Steve, I mean, are you with it? You're cool that they're back together? Or you have any comment on it <clears throat> well, whatsoever? Look, people make mistakes. I think this young man probably learned an incredibly valuable lesson mm-hmm. about what he did. And, um, you know, people have the right to try to move on and heal. You know, he's the yeah. father of the baby. You know, everybody want to say, well, I don't know how I'll leave him. Well, not not so fast. Not so fast. It's still the baby's father. You still have feelings for the man. He obviously have feelings for you. So everybody with this, ain't hey, I'm leaving. Well, yeah. I got you. I got what you're saying. But oftentimes when people weigh the whole thing out, sometimes it's worth trying to salvage. That's all I have to say. And I think if that's what they want to do, then I think that's good for them. I think we should allow for the that baby. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, United <laughs> Airlines amazing. flight attendant Steve uh, appeared to be heavily intoxicated. I don't know if you heard about this, but this is during a flight from uh, Denver to North Dakota. This is according to the Toronto Sun. United Airlines has issued an apology for the passengers of Flight 4689 after receiving several complaints about a flight attendant who uh, may or may not have been drunk or high during the flight. A passenger complained on Twitter about the flight attendant's actions during the flight. Uh, it said, uh, the tweet said, Thanks, United, for a terrifying flight. Drunk or stoned, stewardess endangered everybody's lives. Boarding announcements were, if your seatbelt isn't fastened, you're uh, effed up. <laughs> 
ass with the flag. <laughs> yeah, she out there full. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't see the problem. Where's she lying at? <laughs> that yeah. was very Where unprofessional, lying, Junior. Where's she lying? If <laughs> you your seatbelt ain't fast. <laughs> you are effed up. That's what she said. <laughs> well, is she lying? <laughs> Steve, as much Girl, as you I like cussing. In. Yeah. I'd have been on that holly. <laughs> I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Supporting her. Well, oh, United has issued an apology. Thanks, United, for a terrifying flight. Uh, drunk or stoned stewardess endangered everybody's lives. Boarding announcements were, if your seatbelt isn't fastened, you're effed up. <laughs> what? <laughs> Think I'm lying. You know where the seatbelt is. <laughs> Put it on. <laughs> I ain't got to tell you what his XCC is. You better get off of here. <laughs> she done told them jokes while she was sober. Yeah. And she got drunk and they came <laughs> Exactly, uh, Steve. Exactly. Ah, uh, oh, that was crazy. Find the exits or sit here and burn your ass <laughs> up. She's just sitting there just cussing. Uh, I'll be off the plane. Somebody got to report to <laughs> I when I jump out the... this exit though, follow me. Uh, oh. No. <laughs> Ooh, that baby loud. <laughs> She's just telling the truth. Drew tells the truth. <laughs> In the event of loss of cabin pressure, <laughs> yes. put your mask on your damn Every <laughs> man yeah, for himself. <laughs> <laughs> She's really drunk. Uh, love drunk? Babies can breathe longer than you anyway. <laughs> This is what the uh, tweet said. Thanks, United, for a terrifying flight. Drunk or stoned stewardess endangered everybody's lives. Boarding announcements were, if your seatbelt isn't fastened, you effed up. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy. Sounds like life-saving information. Yeah, it it do. (laughs) Get right to it. Why don't you? Uh, Man. Wow. (laughs) Uh, as comedians now, did you guys hear about this story? Uh, you know Kim Jong, uh, the comedian that starred in Hangover yeah. and the TV show Dr. Ken? Well, uh, yeah. you know, he he's he quit. Well, I'll tell you the story. He, he was performing at Stand Up Live Comedy Club in Phoenix, okay? You guys may be familiar with Stand Up Live. That's a popular place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was on Saturday night when a woman began having a seizure in the third row of his audience. He initially thought he was being pranked, then realized that the situation was very serious. Jung reportedly cleared the area and monitored the woman until paramedics arrived. Then he stepped right back on the stage and continued his set. But, uh, you know, he's he's a doctor. You do know that, right? He's a medical doctor. He has a medical degree. He earned his medical degree from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill School of Medicine back in 1995. So you have to ask, why did he choose to be an actor and a comedian? I mean, I guess that's where his heart really was. Yeah, his heart really was there. Yeah, he's very funny. He was hilarious. In I've uh, had him on my show before. When you can do this or be a doctor, why would you be a doctor? Yeah. Ain't nothing he, funny. He did good. I'm glad the lady's all right. So that's yeah, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But how, you you jump off the stage in the middle of your set. You save her. And then after that, when the paramedics come, you jump right back into your See, set on stage. See, and that's stage. because he good. See, I'd have jumped off stage and went to the back to stay away from the situation <laughs> to avoid any potential lawsuit. Right. I, I, right. I, you had to do that. Up. <laughs> he always think it's a lawsuit. Hey, a lawsuit involved, no matter what I'd it is. I thought I was yeah. out there killing him myself. Yeah. <laughs> I said, like, I got him out here shaking. Yeah. Boy, I got him dying. I mean, that boy, what I do. <laughs> I don't know. 
I love that, though. He jumped right back on stage, right back into his set. But yeah, I guess he does uh, love this more, Steve, like you say, than being a doctor. But he, he can, you know, do it if needed. He can be a doctor and save your life if needed, if he can. I sure oh, need to steal because I've been killing him for 33 years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know how to do mouth to mouth and all that? Oh, no. No, my lips do. CPR? You don't know how to do CPR? I'll smother you. All right. uh, (laughs) We're going to be back with sports highlights. We'll talk about the Kentucky Derby. And uh, it's the go-to sporting event of the year. You know that for celebrities. And uh, they were dressed really fly. If you saw any of them on the Internet. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so, Steve, I thought you were actually going to the Kentucky Derby uh, this weekend, but uh, you went golfing instead. Well, I couldn't go because my wife had an event over the weekend, and you saw last night she was at the Met Gala mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, dressed in Dolce Cabana, who asked her to wear their gown. Wow. And she sat at, sat at the Dolce Cabana table. Mm-hmm. You know, she's in the fashions and yes, fashion she is. houses. Mm-hmm. I like her. She's a really good friend with uh, Stefano and uh, Dom- Dominica. And so they, I mean. We couldn't Dominica, have went to the uh, Derby Dominica. without her. I could have went. In, in no, I, I, if, no, if my wife didn't go, I wasn't going to go. Oh, okay. And you're not so you a You can't be around horses without her. Well, you wasn't going with me, so. I could have went. I ain't worked this weekend. I, I asked Will, went. did he want to go, but his anniversary was this weekend. Oh, right. so you're an ass wheel, but won't ask me. In a heartbeat. Because wheel. Because wheel know what to wear. I know what to wear. You get a hat and a suit. We done seen your hats, and your hats ain't coming to the derby with me. Now, them little bitty peel box hats. Now, that ain't right. They having people mistaking you for something else. We're going to say The hats I wear is like jazz hat. This wasn't music. That ain't jazz hat. This ain't a jazz event. This is the derby. Brims, fedoras. And the women See, wear really wear, fly hat. Mm-hmm. I wear stingy brim. What's wrong with stingy that? Stingy brim, peel box, because it'll be confusing. <laughs> Steve, what's up, man? How you doing? <laughs> what's up with the monkey? <laughs> All right. Uh, See, okay, see we're going to say that, congratulations see, to on. Justify. Justify won the 144th running of the Kentucky Derby on Saturday at Churchill Downs in Louisville. Sure, everybody ne- know it. And next year, we're going to be there. But we well, want to talk about the Cavs. And the Raptors. So last you need night. to make up your mind. We can talk about it all. All right, go we ahead. We can talk about it all, but first we're gonna get pet for the fact that we could have gone to the Derby together and had a good time. But no, you don't want to do. You can't go nowhere unless ain't Marjorie going. You can't be around no horses without right now. I don't get this part. I can't mean. have you around no horses. <laughs> what you mean you can't have me around no horses? I don't, I done been around you and your horse that you bought. What are you talking about? <laughs> Somebody get the damn jockey out of here so we run this race. I ain't no damn jockey now. Now, people up here putting you up on horses and everything. You got the best seat at the damn derby. Okay, stop, stop. Because I'm not that short now. And, I'm not and we're I'm not off. <laughs> rounding, rounding, rounding. We've got rounding. Who is this guy? We've got Peel Hat coming around. Got on the leopard short hat. I don't know where it comes from. He has on a full-blown suit. He's coming around the corner. His horse is starting to tire. The black jockey's horse is starting to. He's on the back stretch. The horse is squeezing, folks. Stop. That's because your little chunky ass, 200-some pounds. The height, oh, the height of a jockey 
the weight of a grown ass man. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, Shelly, you're laughing. You're not supposed. I'm to. not uh, laughing. It just—I <laughs> know I am. <laughs> I was uh. coughing. All hey, right. What's in the mint <laughs> julep thing when they go out there? What is? Shut up, Unc. Shirley, what's in the mint julep thing? What is that? Is that lemonade? Yeah. See, that's the other reason you ain't going with me. <laughs> Why? Uh, I want a mint julep. Uh, let me have the lemonade, please. <laughs> if it was lemonade, why wouldn't they call it lemonade? Time? <laughs> I mm-hmm. thought it was just a fancy fancy lemonade, mint julep. That's what I thought. What is it? It's a drink. It's a cocktail. Huh. I thought they were drinking yeah, lemonade. You don't need to go, Tom. You don't so when the colonel be drinking the mint julep, that's what he was drinking? You don't need to go down there, dog. Stick to the Oh, no, nah, I don't know. belong. No, just stick to the nah, No, 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 no. I like that. I, li- I like where you're going with that. That I don't belong? Yeah, I like that. I'm not classy enough to go? Ain't nobody never asked you to come. No. Okay, so let me ask you this here. Uh, Could I have fit in where Aunt Marjorie was last night? At the Met Gala? At the Met Gala. Hey, 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 hey. Well, both of y'all, really? I'm asking, With your is clothes? that what you meant? <laughs> My clothes be butter, boy. I don't know what you talking about. What did you talking about? Dude. Tom, you don't have no Stefan Origi suits? Not no suit. Mm-mm. You don't make that. That's some ties and some shirts. Yeah, that little Oshkosh mm-hmm. jump on uh-uh. The Oscars jump. Boy, it's cold. He got a cold and velvet. Shut up, Aunt. All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Tom. Boy, he what? Boy, boy, let me tell you but something. But it's springtime. You don't wear velvet now. Yeah, I ain't yeah, got yeah, no yeah, velvet yeah. jumper, Shirley. You know that. Yeah, he do. Oh, Lavender. right. Sorry. Lavender. Man, my sister put the ruffles on it. That boy went up there and gave that little, uh, gave that Thanksgiving speech. Had the little pilgrim shoes on uh-huh. with the buckles on it. Yeah. yeah. See? I ain't no but we, I'm just... Tommy, whenever you want to talk about, uh, you know, Cleveland. Yeah, I think and, it's time yeah. to turn it. Because once we start going to my childhood and, and how <laughs> so you he did Cleveland? me as a kid, I'm not going to do this today. You're still traumatized by all of that. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. All right, I got to give it up for you, big dog. Cleveland Cavaliers 4-0 going to the big show, baby. <sighs> Anybody <What>? surprised? <laughs> oh. Mm-mm. Oh, you are. <laughs> <laughs> You surprised? <laughs> I ain't surprised at all. Mm-hmm. All right. You think I'm surprised? All right. Welcome to the show now. Now you you know you're on your way to Boston. You about to play Boston? Whatever. They Who ain't also got went four zero last night? Well, they ain't got Kyrie. Whatever. But they doing pretty good. They done swept. They done swept uh, Philadelphia. We all thought Philadelphia was gonna do the doggone thing. Yeah, I really thought Philly was gonna do something. What happened? Um, it didn't. It didn't happen, sir. Grown folks. Game, uh, gamers, <laughs> players. Yeah. Experience. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, Too many hood boys on Philly. Mm-hmm. I mean, on, on Boston. Yeah, just overmatched. They got outplayed. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you got Cleveland getting ready to play Boston, baby. Yeah. Houston. And, of uh, course. Houston do a good. Man, do you know, are you aware of this statistic? That Houston shot more three-pointers than two-pointers this year? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah, they three Did ballers. You know that? I, that's what I worry about, though. But they, to me, they live and die by their three. Mm. That's now, the Chris Paul, Chris Paul be balling. Da, da, man. That mid-range shot he got is cold. Dog, that boy go to work. <laughs> man, yeah. I, I'm happy for him, too, man. I am really am happy for him, because I hope he gets to go to the West Conference Finals. He had never been in his career. Yeah, I hope be he a first time. I, I want him to have that experience. Well, well, well they going to the yeah. finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we'll be back with much more of this foolishness right after this. 
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Uh, enough of Tommy being ugly all right. and all that. Ugly okay. ass guy. Talking, you're talking to them. I don't think any of you all are ugly. Okay. Oh, well, okay. see, well, now I, I don't really know don't. if you really Shirley. think. Yes, Steve. Look really, really close at Tommy. Okay. I okay. mean, just stare at him for a couple of seconds. Yeah, he has nice eyes. All right, yeah. keep staring. Nice nose. He gonna turn. Keep yeah. staring. I, I love his teeth. Yeah, he's keep got staring. great teeth. Now turn sideways, Tommy. What's wrong with my side? <laughs> <laughs> you got it? Tommy. You see it? Tommy. Did it hit you? Shirley, what is you? What, what, Shirley, what you laughing? Shirley. <laughs> Levy Shirley. and Steve. Shirley, but did it, did it hit you? <laughs> you, you ain't see it then? The strangeness, sure. didn't the strangeness come sure. over you? I think what all did of you guys... laugh for, sir? <laughs> because because <laughs> you from the side need to stop telling people I you attractive. I did not say that. That's Steve. I did. Yeah. Shirley, what did what did you laugh for? Uh, because he, she was surprised. He shocked me. Tommy, turn to the he, other side, sideways. Turn to the other side, to your right. Turn your chin to the right. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> see, that Don't take long. When he does that, he startles me. Come on now, Tommy. What are you laughing at, Sherry? Because both sides are the same, same damn left. Right same side thing. even bigger. Shirley, what? Because your right side is your bad side. She really laughs. Steve, will you shut up and let Tell me hear, Shirley? Shirley, what is funny? Oh, boy, you, you shocking. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you, Tommy. I'm yes, laughing at you. What are you laughing at? I'm, That's what I need to know. You're so unattractive and shocking. He startled me when he did that. I, I startled went, you. Yes. You was just looking at it. <laughs> I, we was okay, all startled. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do this, sir. Okay. What? Look at Uncle Steve. Look at Uncle Steve dead on his face. Look okay, at yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see them big ass lips? You see yeah, that? I know that. I see his lips. Yeah, of course. Yeah, how can right. you miss them? Yeah, I, you see I how see his, wide that nose? You see I, all that? I mm-hmm. see his dimple. Don't forget his yeah. dimples. All right. Dimples, yeah. big his, dimples. His dimples. Right. He's got great teeth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I lo- caterpillar mustache. See I'm, the caterpillar? Right, yes, of course. Right. He's known for his mustache. Right. Of course. All right, now turn yeah. them big lips sideways. Let's see what we're looking Turn them sideways. At. And I'm going to hold this stack of money up next to it. <laughs> the same what? Side. What? The stack of money on the uh-huh. same side. I have the same reaction as yeah. you did to Tommy. What? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. You see it, Shelly? Yes, you are fine, Steve. <laughs> that deal with it, girl. You are oh, fine. Shirley, oh, you're so, you and know not what. to mention sexy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you, right Big lips yeah. and a stack Thank of money you, got you, got you, Thank you all in. Yeah, thank you, baby. No, we have you learned, Tommy, that when you ugly, you have to have extra <clears throat> attributes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. And right now, only thing can save you is money. Because <laughs> when uh. you put that picture of you and that Rolls Royce on the Instagram, a lot of people go, man, that's a nice car. How that ugly ass dude get a pretty ass car? <laughs> hey, man, when, you, when the car is prettier than you. When a car is prettier than you. Why are we so huh. wrong? Why are huh. we so wrong? <laughs> I will never do that again, boy. He said, tell Tommy turn to the side. So you know what Tommy look like Wait. from the side? Sure. Yeah. What? what? You remember Alfred Hitchcock when he used to come on? Yeah. And then I laughed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was a classic show. Yes, it was. <laughs> All right, Step listen. right into that. You ever seen Jimmy the Cricket from the side? <laughs> it's Tommy. We'll boy. be... <laughs> We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We're cute. We're cute up in here Uh, (laughs) right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
All right, actor Donald Glover, who's also now known as uh, Childish Gambino, the rapper, hosted and performed on Saturday Night Live over the weekend. He was great. Uh, he was in so many skits. It was unbelievable. And he performed. Well, um, also over the weekend, uh, he released his new single. It's called This Is America. And after the show, um, the music video, This Is America, was released, and it has gone viral, guys. Uh, the song gives social commentary on guns, culture, racism, and police brutality. The video features a shirtless Danny Gl uh, Donald Glover, and uh, he's dancing with children in a warehouse one moment, then he guns down a gospel choir in the next clip. Uh, this video, a clip of it anyway, is on our Steve Harvey FM Instagram page if you haven't seen it. You need to go check this out. It is really, really good. I, I think this is art, and I think it is... Um, it, it, oh man! Yeah, it I mean, it's it just really yeah. It, it it's, it's just you know. I think what he's trying to say, Steve, you've seen it, right? Yeah. It it took me a minute. I didn't get it the first time because I was sitting on the golf course watching it. Uh huh. And I didn't I didn't get it at first. Yeah, but you get it now. Oh, really, really, really rich. What yeah. He did. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, he's he's making an incredible statement. You know, while we dancing and partying our life away, mm -hmm. that's what's my takeaway yeah. from it. All these tragic things are happening. Yeah. yeah. You know, in our churches, police brutality, brother, everybody, you know, all of it. We, we just nay-naying and whipping. Yeah. yeah. Becoming yeah. desensitized, too, to it all, you know, that's going on around us. I mean, Creator. It's, it's great social commentary. It's very artistic. A lot of people are saying this is what Kanye should be doing. You know, this is what he should be doing with his art. Well, hold on, man. Hold on. Hold on. A lot of people are saying that. No, 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 no. no. See, you can't dump this on Kanye now. Mm -hmm. It's not a dump. It's but, just what they're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if that's the case, everybody should be doing well, it. We should be doing it. That's unfair because if that's not your psyche, if that's not, that ain't nothing you just set out and go do. But based on what Kanye is doing of late, you know, with him getting into politics or him getting Kanye's into not into politics. Kanye not running for president. Are we serious here? Well, I mean, he's commenting Kanye. on he, he's commenting on politics. He has an opinion on politics is what they're he saying. He said he was going to run. Name me one sponsor for Kanye. <laughs> Who do you think? Adidas finna do this? Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> No, they're not. Kanye he, is in that house, and everybody in that house, for some reason, loses their damn mind. Lamar lost his damn mind in that house. Kanye is losing his. Listen at you. His daddy lost his. his what? Do anybody hey, you ain't even for? in the house. <laughs> so what's your excuse? excuse? <laughs> you ain't nowhere else. A lot of people say but that, I too. I crazy <laughs> when I see crazy. <laughs> Well, anyway, uh, bottom line, go check out the video. It's from Childish Gambino. It's called This Is America. You can check it out on Steve Harvey FM, okay? And make your make make up your own mind on what you think it's about, okay? All right, Steve, coming up, our last break of the day, closing remarks, okay? Get ready, people. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, it's time for your closing remarks. Yeah, my closing remarks today is kind of going to be a combination of things, but it's two people who passed recently. One of them was a great playwright and producer, Shelley Garrett, mm -hmm. famous for all the beauty shops and all of that. I remember going to see those plays. Uh, Shelley Garrett passed at age 71, one of the great playwrights and producers of our time. Really, really a nice guy, mm -hmm. too, man, so... I only met him a few times. I know Tommy worked with him quite a bit. Yeah. But uh, 
one of the really, really cool people, man. Shelly Garrett passed away. A more not-so-famous person was a guy who worked as my personal chef in Chicago for a year and a half, probably. His name was Chef Judson Todd Allen. He passed away a couple of days ago after working out and um, passed from a heart attack, about 40 years old. And uh, Chef uh, Judson Todd was just a warm-hearted person, man. He always was in a great mood, always accommodating excellent, excellent culinary skills. One of the nicest guys I've ever met, and uh, Monica Barnes informed me that he had passed, and I called my wife immediately because he had even come to our home in Chicago and fixed uh, meals for us several times. So Marjorie was heartbroken, and uh, we send our condolences out to both families. Um, I know Todd's, uh, Chef uh, Todd Allen's mom and brother had gone to the hospital after they found out. So our condolences goes out to both families, for people who knew them, for the gift that they had in this world. Very, very talented people, man. One was food and one was entertainment. But both of them left a mark. You know, when people can say kind things about you, not only when you're living, but as you've gone away, that's that's a testament to who you were as a person. And for me to take this time out to mention those two people is because they crossed my path and it made a difference. So uh, Shelly Garrett's family, our condolences, one of the great playwrights and producers of our time, was really at the forefront of what was later to become this great empire that Tyler Perry built. I mean, he was doing those plays long before and kind of set the mark and all types of plays were born off of that. But uh, Chef Justin Todd Allen, man, what a, what a great human being he was, man. Very, very helpful to me many, many times. Really, really sad news. But uh, to his mother, his brother, whoever he's all left, that's the only ones I know, uh, know this, that uh, he was important, that, that he did his time extremely well. He was important, that he mattered to people. And that's all any of us can hope to do. You know, when we pass, there's three pieces of information on the tombstone. It's the date of birth, and it's the date of demise. It's the year you were born and the year you pass. Those two dates are on most tombstones. But the most important information on that tombstone is that dash. It's the dash. I was taught that that's the most important piece on your tombstone. Your birth date is one. That's a guaranteed. And the date of your demise, that's a guaranteed. But the most important thing is that dash. It's what you did in the middle of those birth and death dates. It's the thing you did that people will talk about the most. So what I've always been taught to do was to work on my dash. You're already here, and all of us will have to leave this world sooner or later. But that dash, the dash is the mark that you leave on this earth when you go away. You will you will be what people talk about. Those two men worked on their dash. 
I'm working on my dash. Make sure you're working on your dash. Make sure that all of us are putting a place together, a mark together, that will ensure that our dash will be talked about in, in, in grand terms to some people. And you don't have to be famous now to make your dash matter. The people with the biggest dashes are not famous people, but people who do the, the, the on-the-ground boot work in our neighborhoods, in our communities, at our churches, at our schools, in our community centers, as law enforcement officers, as teachers, as, as people who just mentor, who tutor, that's your dash. Work on your dash because your end day is coming. That's a for sure. The end date is guaranteed to come for us all. What you got to work on is that dash because that's all you have is that dash. So those are my closing remarks. I'm working on my dash, but I'm really sad about the passing of Shelly Garrett and Chef Judson Todd Allen. I hope this gets to their families and let them know that we thought about them today on behalf of all of us on the morning show. Uh, we will miss them dearly in our prayers and heartfelt condolences goes out to both families. There are so many others. Those are just the two that we're mentioning. Those are my closing remarks today. Thank you. All right, Steve. Yeah, Ooh, yeah you can drop the mic on that one as well. No, I won't drop yeah. the mic on that I know. one. I'll yeah. just let that one hang on in there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go and do the rest of this day today. All right, what do you have? Uh, talk shows, meetings. <laughs> you know, just same old, same old. Uh, I only got one more week of talk shows, though. Oh, really? Then you're going on hiatus? I'm going to work at Family Feud full time. <laughs> it <laughs> never stops. Yeah, I don't know what a hiatus is. <laughs> what the hell that mean? High hell. <laughs> Trying to get this boat body together. Y'all have a great weekend, man. I'll be at Family Feud this weekend. Like I said, y'all have a great weekend. I'll be working. Peace out. All right. Bye. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Venture out in a spacious and reliable Toyota SUV. Like a RAV4 with available all-wheel drive and plenty of cargo space, you'll go from errands to adventures in no time. Plus, available features like wireless charging will keep you connected. Or check out a Highlander with seating for up to eight. It's a hub for family adventure. Your Toyota dealer is getting new vehicles in stock almost every day. So don't wait. Find deals on a RAV4 or Highlander at buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours, and all content is fully human-moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. You know, in today's world, it seems the best treatment is reserved only for a few. Well, Discover wants to change that by making everyone feel special. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 live customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Finally, no matter who you are, or where you are in life, 
You feel special with Discover. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. The labor shortage is impacting every industry, and that's leading to missed calls, long wait times, bad customer experiences, and missed opportunities for your business. We're Ruby, the live virtual receptionist company, and we're your smart solution to the shortage. We answer all your calls and chats, take messages, and transfer calls 24-7. We're just like an in-house receptionist, only better. Visit ruby.com, or better yet, call us at 844-900-RUBY. Grow your business with Ruby. Ruby.